0: Hello, and welcome to episode 65, I think, <laughs> of My Dog Will Eat My Face. I might be wrong on the number, and I might be wrong on many things in this fairly brief podcast, just because of what has it gone on recently, which I will soon hear share. It's been a very rough go. I know I've fell behind on my duties to my loyal listeners of late, in that I've slowed down my production of some content. I hope to get a rebound on that, but I need to explain that things right now are indeed new. Dark waters. It's pretty grim. In short, over the past two weeks, two to three weeks, I've somehow managed to fall about one dozen times. That's no joke. It sounds ridiculous. How does some person fall? just plop that many times or even for one time it just sounds inconceivable when you think about it yet here we are and I'm living proof that people do fall and there's a very important reason why social work and doctors focus on falls when you're in hospice and I'll share that reasoning later here in this podcast. Why it's followed so closely. But for now, let's just say it is followed closely. How often you fall and they expect you to fall. Sounds strange. Even as I view it in hindsight, it just seems inconceivable. Yet, here we are. I have fallen thus many times And I'm living proof That it is possible (laughs) But the problem in my case is I was falling an inordinate amount of times And I was falling hard Bam I was not like a gentle leaf floating to the ground I was more like a Civil War cannonball Going through six planks of wood On the four bow. <sighs> Uh It's been It's been rough I don't know Why it's hitting now And The meaning behind it I think the first thing I need to start with is the meaning behind falls in hospice work and then from there I can expand on to why it's so important and why the number of times I've fallen is something that is so closely watched and I'll then try to talk about the honest-to-God consequences of those falls. So, hang on. Here we go. So... As I was saying, I'm actually very lucky to be able to speak to you folks through this podcast. I'm actually incredibly lucky right now to be alive. The odds are that I won't be able to be alive much longer. Uh, It seems that I have crossed into new territory of a pretty miserable state Uh, and things are going to end sadly. But let me first tell you what's going on uh, and why this podcast is a little bit late and a little lackluster. (laughs) I can be my own critic, Daniel. Yeah, so for the last, (laughs) golly, last uh, few weeks, I have seriously fallen down about a dozen times, which is just insane. I mean, I've been falling up to multiple times in a single day. Several day, several times a day I'd plop like a brick It's not like a leaf It's like a 180 pound rock <laughs> Falling to the ground Which is what I am And it causes a lot of damage I have severe extensive bruising all over my body I can honestly say that there is not one single part of my body that is not in pain. Every single part hurts and is bruised in one way or another or as a result of one fall or another. And it's just from the repeated beating of dropping down and falling. It got so bad that I had to call my father and ask him to come and stay with me to help watch me and take care of me because I was just repeating the same routine of falling down and being stuck he thankfully agreed but then when he got here of course I was still falling still several times sometimes in a day And that causes, still, a ton of damage. That's a lot of bone and tissue going to the ground. And, uh, it just hurts and causes a ton of bruising. I'm lucky I don't have any breaks in my bones. I'd, I'd not be surprised if I do have some breaks or bone bruising. Honestly, but at least through sight, it is obvious that I have extensive bruising and severe injury throughout my body. And one of the things that I've tried, (laughs) well, one of the times I was falling, or maybe two of the times, I tried to brace myself using the nightstand next to my bed but all of that resulted in me grinding heavily against the wood of the nightstand and so I had the result of what looks like gigantic evil claw marks streaked across my back from falling roughly grinding down against the wood of the nightstand and pretty much every other part of my body is in one way or another bruised that's not an exaggeration everything is bruised from these extensive routine falls it's been horrible and hell on earth When my dad was finally here to take care of me, I was right, I had to scream out for help several times. To get him to come in and help pick me up because I was falling and stuck. I know, I'm falling I can't get up. That's a real thing, brother. <laughs> but making fun of it is no longer funny. But, uh, It's been, yeah, it's been horrible in terms of physical damage in the past few weeks from all these routine falls. Now, you might be asking, what the heck? Why are you falling? Why do doctors follow falls in the first place? So, let me take a moment to explain that. So, as it is, the medical community follows falls as a red flag in your, uh, basically in your death and where you are if you're dying. And it sounds totally silly that this this is a thing. It, it always sounded silly to me, but it's, it's a real thing. The reason why the medical community follows falls is as verbalized by my own nurse. The legs are the first to go when someone is dying. They start falling down over and over and eventually become bedridden and then they die. That was told to me by my nurse today face to face. So falling down is a huge red flag in the medical community. That's why they follow it. It is a sign of a, of a major stage in death being passed. Wherein the, as my nurse put it today to my own ears, it starts with the legs and then they're bedridden and then they die. So that's what I have to look forward to. Uh, Anyway, so that is why the medical community follows falls so heavily in the stages of death. And it always sounded ridiculous to me, but truth being told, truth being told, it hit me like a bag of bricks. One day, I was a functioning person. That's how it felt. And the very next, I just couldn't self-locomate. I couldn't do anything to get myself feeling well enough to, to move properly. And then I... Started falling down routinely. Sometimes falling twice in a row. I'd get up from one fall and plop right, go right back down. And it started as it was the earlier puts me in the legs. I woke up one morning literally, and I couldn't feel my legs. So I called 911. eventually the feeling came back to the legs and i notified my hospice team i do have the luxury of being in hospice i'm serious about that it's wonderful to have a whole team dedicated to you and i can page them any time of day any time of night and a nurse will come to my house for free and provide care i mean that's incredible So if anyone is out there listening and considering hospice and seeing it as a bad thing, it's really not. I mean, it's probably extended my life by fields and offered me excellent services and and care because you have a whole team dedicated just to your care and they're at your beck and call 24-7 all the time. If they take a vacation, they're replaced by somebody else. So you're always, always in someone's sight and visible to someone in your team who can help you. So if anyone is out there considering hospice and seeing it as bad. It's really not. It's probably going to extend your life. At least that's what happened with me, I think. I think being in hospice has thrown my life much further than it would have otherwise gone. But it's true that the medical community does follow falls as indicia of death. And that's why they often ask me about it. It was always silly to me when I first started in hospice, when they would say, any falls in the last week? I'm like, what are you talking about, falls? Why would I fall, huh? Yes, how you falls? Like, no, why would I fall? Sometimes people fall. Like, it's ridiculous. No, I didn't fall. I didn't get in a bar fight. What are you talking about? You know, it's so ludicrous to me. And now here, just a few months later, I'm facing it down, right down the line of sights. And I've been brutalized with falling down. I am now using a wheelchair. I've gone from occasionally a cane to often a wheelchair, and at least 100% of the time, I came. But, in the course of just a day or two, I went from upright and working on my own to being wheelchair-bound. And it's because of falling down and all the bruising and damage it causes to the body. As I said before, I can't think of any part of my body that is not now in pain. And I have bruises this just completely covering huge swaths of my body and gash marks on my back from falling down to the end table. And it's all extraordinarily painful. And unfortunately, my count of falls, previously a zero, is now uncountable. And it happened overnight. It's like a switch was thrown and my body became something different. So, that's what I've been dealing with. And the medical community, as good as, as it is, it's not perfect, and they can't be there all the time. I'm now faced with a very scary future, though. My dad did come to visit me and take care of me and answer to me, but it won't last forever. And that is what is now beginning to scare me, and probably him too. So as I previously said, there's a reason why the medical community closely follows falls in one's life, apparently, and I now can vouch for this as being true, you eventually turn a page in your life when you're facing death, to where, as my nurse put it quite well, you begin to go sideways, starting with the legs, And that's exactly what's happened to me. That's why they ask about falls. So when you're first asked about it and think they're crazy, if you're in hospice or by a doctor or or any other medical practitioner, if they sound crazy, they're not. (laughs) The The number of times you fall is an indicator of how advanced and severe your condition is. And basically the cause of it and what's bringing it all on in my case and getting worse is going back to my old heart problem, my congestive heart failure. It's so severe and my heart is so weak. It is just so incredibly weak that I have great difficulty in just supporting my own body. And that's why medical science closely asks about it. And as I said, I did ask my father to come up and watch me and stay with me. And he did. He absolutely did. He's visiting me still right now. But he has to go home at one point, and that's what's scary. What am I gonna do when there is no one to call to if I've fallen down? There have been times where I had to call him because I was so badly hurt I needed help to get up. I would have been stuck on that floor for hours if it wasn't for him. What's gonna happen if that happens next week when he's no longer here? That terrifies me. And I'm sure it terrifies him, too. And right now, I have the luxury of being in a... uh, some sort of hiatus, at least. I've not fallen down now for a little while, knock on wood. But... If it happened one time, it could happen again. And I'll just be weaker and weaker. And it'll be more and more difficult for me to regain myself and to be alert or somehow able to save my butt or even to call 911. But, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see how that plays out, cause that's gonna play out somehow. We shall see. So friends comrades and colleagues here I am staring down the barrel of death. It's been excruciating. I've just been pummeled senselessly and I have to face possibly more of it and even more risky Conditions with my dad no longer here. But that's how it's going to happen. I mean, this is going to become reality. I am going to have to face these injuries. Maybe more injuries. Most likely more injuries. All by myself. And that is scary. It's also scary in that it's an indicia of how close I am to death. I'm suddenly, clearly in death's radar. I've had very awkward conversations with some family members about it. Conversations you think you'd never have. Things like who will take care of your dog when you're dead and who will get what through the will that I leave when I'm dead. And we haven't breached this topic yet, but we need to soon discuss memorial plans. So that's where I am and that's why I missed the week and why this week's podcast is a little bit shorter. If anything, the positive thing for everyone out there is if you're in a situation like mine or you know someone who is definitely enter hospice services don't see it as a negative they provide you 24-hour care seven days a week and offer you a whole team at your beck and call that no ordinary healthy person would otherwise have that's the most positive thing i can say that's absolutely true so if you get offered that and you turn it down just because of the sound of it, you're stupid. (laughs) That's absolutely a good service and you should definitely accept it if you get offered office service. In my case, it's all bad news that I'm clearly facing down the barrel of death It's more clear than ever that I'm absolutely dying. And I'm not looking forward to all what I have to go through to get to there. I guess we shall see together how it goes. But I thank you, my. Dear listener for chiming into my thoughts And to hear what's going on I hope it assists some of you in your Plans for yourself or others in caretaking It's never too early to plan It could happen to anyone It's absolutely true And for you that aren't in this advanced stage of, of dying, just count yourself lucky and live every day truly like it's your last. I know that's a cliche, but as a cliche for a good reason, it's because it's a good advice. <laughs> But thank you, dear listener. Wow, I just entered puberty now. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in listening to my thoughts with respect to this topic. I hope that I continue to be well enough to produce content and will try to come more armed and equipped and able to provide valuable content within the coming weeks but eventually this might come down to a podcast just providing a brief update of the miserable records that I make from life to death now I do thank you for tuning in I mean that sincerely don't forget to at least click on follow and turn on notifications so you're notified there is future content I will try to do weekly but bear with me if I don't it's just because of the stage that I'm in Sometimes I just can't produce content when I want to. And if you want to really support me, you could support me through Patreon through obviously patreon.com/my dog will eat my face. Since I have no income now (laughs) But at the very least Thank you for tuning in and listening to my thoughts And my Journaling of this Life changing event As it occurs in real time I don't know if anyone has ever done this to record their death week to week. So that's what I'm trying to do, and I'll try to produce it for you. And with that said, I just have to say, ciao for now.